With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Trial Time with Dean Watling. 0499736736 to join our conversation. 0499736736 to join our conversation. And uh, get on to SEN Talk. Um, all you need to do is go to the SEN app, type on Giddy Up with Gareth Hall, push the talk button, and then leave and record a message. You might have a question for Dino regarding the trials. So SEN Talk, new way to communicate and talk to us. Make sure you do that. It would be great to hear from you if that's okay. I'll... Um, Appreciate a message from time to time. I think Dino would as well if we say hello to Dino. G'day, Dino. Good morning again, Gareth. Yes, uh, send anything in. Any questions, trials, um, hunting related, anything, send them in. We start yeah. to heat up now. I think we spoke about it before. The next sort of eight to 12 weeks, it's just racing, racing, racing. The good horses are back. Plenty of trials to watch and jump out. So send anything in that it's in the tab for us. All right, then let's get through to the unexposed first of all. Um, Qatar's choice at Rose Hill recently, Kiramar and Jason Collett. It's going to be hard trying to say Kiramar and David Eustace now, isn't it, Gareth? I'm going to have to train myself out of it. That's but a very Qatar's good point, choice, yes. You nailed it. I didn't. Um, very impressive. Uh, David Trial, this $950,000 two-year-old on Invincible Philly. Uh, really, really responsive. I think what we look for in these two-year-old trials, Gareth, is you want to see him respond to the jockey and swiftly. And um, this really did that. Jason Collett weaved his way through and as he sort of gave her a little click up at the end, um, she looked really athletic as she found the line. So, Qatar's choice, the first one, a black book. In that same trial, fly, fly for Michael Wayne and John Holt's combination uh, was as good. Different build of horse. If you watch the trial, uh, Qatar's choice is probably a little bit more fickle, um, where fly, flies a ready-made two-year-old, strong, needed a little bit of a rev up to get the, the gears and the wheels um, turning. But once she hit top gear, she was really nice. So they're two nice, uh, two nice two-year-olds, sorry, Gareth, to take moving forward. All right, beautiful. What else have you got for us for the unexposed there, Dino, as my computer just freezes? Yeah, we've got two more um, out of the next sort of heats, heat eight. Um, both out of heat eight, lost an overview. Lost yes. is an interesting Cummings, uh, James Cummings horse. You'd know this horse, Gareth. Tommy Berry in the saddle. Slick second trial. We liked this filly in her first set of trials. She obviously um, was a really nice winner second up, and then she ran fifth in her last start before a spell um, behind Facile and Jolly Star. So that form reads really well. She's had a spell now. This is a second preparation. I think she could leapfrog a couple of these three-year-olds moving into the um, autumn and her explosive turn of foot in that trial if we do get a chance to look at it was absolutely exceptional um, another one out of that Rose Hill set of trials on the 25th overview interesting one a really big kick James McDonald's in the saddle for Chris Waller this mare or this three-year-old filly um, had a really poor first preparation couldn't put any sort of uh, runs or wins together but she looks like she's come back a completely different horse so love that james is in the saddle it tells me that she's going good at home and if he does stick on race day i think overview is a horse character that we can back first up in this preparation yeah j mac was in some nice horses recently at the trials wasn't he what about out of aces for annabelle nisham at warwick farm in heat number six uh, as sneaky as you'll find some trials, which Annabelle can do um, sometimes, if she does 
catches off garbage. Two very sneaky trials. This son of Dundee, he'll get over ground in time. He's beaten some nine lengths in his first trial, Gareth, but that wasn't without sort of some ability. He wasn't scrubbed up or pushed out. He just sort of casually went about out the back. Um, but he was really nice for the line. His second trial was good. He was pushed out, given a slap across the behind with the persuader, and he found the line incredibly well. His work past the post was super. So he's ready to head to the races. We just want to see him 14 to 1,500 metres plus first up for out of aces for the nation camp there. And Tommy was in the saddle, so look for Tommy to stick as well come race day. All right, then, and then we move on to a fascinating horse for mine, an exceeding excel filly out of Ali Kazoom, who was a superstar horse for Neville Parnham and then went to David Van Dyke and then um, obviously became a broodmare. And Godolphin had purchased a filly out of her and she trialed like a superstar there the other day. She did, Dave. And I know that uh, you've got whispers that the uh, Godolphin camp and James Cumming has a really nice horse on their hands. We don't know which one it is. Could Celerity potentially be I that one? I don't know. I've just sent out some feelers. Um, I think it, I, I've been doing my homework over the last couple of weeks, trying my best to sort through these Godolphin horses. And none really have stood out bar Celerity. So um, she's really nice filly, like you mentioned, really well bred. Um, first trial was quiet enough, found the line well. And then the second trial, she just oozed class. Um, and what I loved most as well was that the time was really strong overall. So I think Celerity is one we can put in the black book. Uh, you know what really, I think really it enough. is? I think I found it. I did some homework as well. I believe it is the horse that is racing on Saturday at Rose Hill. Traffic Warden. Yes, Traffic Warden is the horse, I'm pretty sure. Mm, interesting. Mm. I think this horse might be better than it. Okay. I really like its trials. But hey, who, who am I to judge? I guess they'd have a better idea. But I think... We can have both these, Gareth. One's and... a Colt, one's a Philly. Yep, so we'll try and work out. The driver might get... I think he's back at work, the driver. Um, he says, uh, last time I had a chat to the driver, he was swimming in Elizabeth Bay. So that means he's over his back injury, so he might be up and about for us. So I'll see if we can find out any whispers. We haven't had a chat to James Cummings for a while as well, so we'll sort that out, Dino. See what we can yes. find out. Um, because that's the fun part of the game, isn't it? That's what we try and do here on Giddy Up, provide you with some information. Now, so Celerity is a horse that we've jotted down, and I think it adds a lot of interest as well because that horse has got Perth interest with Ali Kazoom and um, went to David Van Dyke and then now purchased by Cadolphin. And Cadolphin have got a wonderful record when they purchase these type of horses at the sales as well. They do. What's yep. the pin-up one? In Secret, obviously, they purchased. Probably Correct. the best one they've done. In Secret. Um, there's a few others. Shaken, potentially. Accelerates was another one. Um, mm. That horse that raced That horse that raced in the Magic Millions and was scratched there um, on race day that was impressive there in Sydney and also debuted there at Ballarat. And I just forget its name. It's Traffic uh, Warden? Is no, it no, no, no. It's the one word. I'll find out anyway. It'll come to me. Um Anyway, we've got to have a look at some of the horses that trialled recently. What did you make of Pericles, first of all, at Warwick Farm yesterday? Jeez, he was impressive. He was. He was really good. Um, he's, a, he's an interesting horse. He's a horse that maybe got under a lot of the punters' guard, especially mine in the um, in the spring carnival. He was good winning first up, but I thought he had all favours, and then he progressed to the preparation and just kept winning. So he's got that lovely on-pace pattern. He looked really good. He took out the first heat there of the group trials and the course proper at Warwick Farm. The one I really want to note, Gareth, and I think this um, Colt come back exceptionally well. I'd love to hear Kieran Ma's thoughts. I think Griff's a horse. Obviously, he took out um, the 
guineas at a big price, but I think he's just come on leaps to bound. He's one of those horses that you just raise the bar and he keeps jumping it. His controls back in Sydney have been absolutely exceptional. So I think he's a horse that we yes. really got to latch onto as a three-year-old. Think it over was good. Militarised Fangirl, Riff Rocket, Buckaroo and a Tissue, they're all in the heat. They're all sound. Um, and I think we noted Buckaroo out of the trials last week. He's a horse I really want to keep an eye on this preparation um, for his first time under Chris Waller. But, yep, big ticks for all that really nice Group 1 horsepower there in the, the first heat there at Warwick Farm. Digging deep into a horse by the name of Militarise, um, we had Henry Field. He was happy with the trial. Main aim is the Ramwick Guineas. We might see him probably next um, in a couple of weeks' time. I think he might resume. So what did you make of his performance? Yep, he's a horse who doesn't yeah. troll the house down at all. He leaves a majority for race day. We learnt that in the spring day. If I was against him first up, and he rocketed home before going on to win the Golden Rose. But he's a horse we've got a good guide on now. And if we do not sort of, if we don't understand what a horse is like, Gareth, we've got the, the sort of the yeah. data there now. We can look back and figure it out. But no, he's on song, looks really good in his trials, and um. I'm excited to see him back. He's one who could definitely progress to bigger and better things in the autumn. Henry Field says we need to keep a close eye on King's Gambit, who trialled there yesterday as well at Warwick Farm. He's $9 for the Oakley Plate. He'll be first up in that race. Should we back him? Well, it's interesting. He's a horse that you probably can't chime into futures bets uh, confidently. He might get to race day and um, melt. But what I will say, Gareth, is he tended to have a bit of a barrier issue last prep, flopping out. He did jump well in this yes. heat over the 900 metres. They did drag him back. And I think he had a Norton bit on, or he had that, uh, you see it often in the European, the little circle star on top of the, the bridge of their nose. So maybe they've tinkered with a bit of gear with him. But he was good. He was relaxed. He didn't throw his head off. He didn't look... Like he'd sweated up at all, and he was good to the line in a start, started heat as well. We had Kimochi in that one. We mm-hmm. had King's Gambit, Cascadian, your best friend, and we also had Learning to Fly. So interesting learning to fly, Gareth. Three trials, long layoff. I don't mind that by automation. I think that horse will be red, uh, ready to go first up, no yeah. matter where she goes. I don't know. What did you make of her trial? It didn't like say, I watched it a few times. It, I looked at it and I thought, well, it didn't say to me, geez, I can't wait to back you first up. Yeah, it's interesting. I think a, a good point that I learned, and um, Adrian Bott's big on this, he, he suggests sometimes horses that have three trials or even their second trial, they can be a little bit flat compared to their first trial where they've got their freshness in their legs. So you need that second trial to get over it, um, which preps them up for race day. So I thought uh, so probably a, a trial prior was better, but maybe this one was just a clean-up trial. It wasn't there asked to do for much, yeah. uh, Gareth. But um, I thought Learning to Fly was a pass mark for sure. I'd be more happy to back her wherever All she right, goes then. first up. Who's Kira Ma's best three-year-old at the moment? I reckon there's a strong argument to say that Tiz Invincible is. She trialled enormously, I thought, there yesterday against Espiona and Cylinder, Argentia. Even the Don was there, Don Corleone, just fine. What would you make of that trial? Yep, loved it. She was absolutely exceptional. We loved her in the spring, and I think she's come back even better this time in in the autumn. Uh, I think it would be probably a toss of a coin between Tiz Invincible and Griff. I think they'll be the headliners for Kieran Ma for the three-year-old crop going into the autumn, but she was so good. She was sort of sat back in behind him this time, and then she's just let down beautifully to the line. So she's a filly who... She sort of had a lightish two-year-old and then a bit of a stronger three-year-old prep. I think she might really catch up to him and be the headliner here. So she features in a, a little future spec I want to have later on 
um, Gareth, but okay. um, his immune was back great. NCAP was good, just fine. Excited to see where he gets to. And interesting to see Jamie Carr come up for the one rideable cylinder, Gareth. With the, I'm trying to figure out where that's pointing towards. Maybe he's going to go down the straight. Yeah, um, I, I reckon. I reckon reading between the lines. So Jamie Carr will probably ride cylinder down the straight in the Lightning Stakes. Yeah, and then Damien yeah. Lane will ride in secret. That's what I'm tipping. Yeah, and you know better than most. So, um, yep, it was interesting to see. SBO and Argentia, they were good as well. So um, there's no real um, horses I wanted mm. to pot in these set of trials. They're all pretty good, Gareth. So excited to see Seth, except um, especially, sorry, Tis Invincible. All right, then Manzois trialed against, unfortunately, Alligator Blood, who's gone miss at that Rose Hill, um, out of those set of Rose Hill trials on the 25th of January. Um, Linda Mann, Red Resistance, who got your Buddhist, not just Vienna Princess. Heat two, what'd you make of that trial? Yep, heat two was sleek. Uh, Alligator Blood, unfortunately for him, he's going to miss. Manzois was okay, Gareth. He's not the best trialer. The one I really want to note is Red Resistance and Zugotcha. Red Resistance is a horse that I think we loved as a three-year-old moving into the spring. He just didn't come up. He had three trials and sort of went off the boil and they spelled him. So he's one I really want to keep an eye on moving into the autumn carnival. And Zugotra as well, if you can remember back to the spring, Gareth, they sort of prepped her up and wanted to get her to an Everest over 1,200 metres, just back fight. She's completely trained off. She didn't like the 1,200 metres. She needed ground. They went for ground and she sort of was out of sorts. So I think Zugotra might be D-Day preparation for her. She might go to the breeding bar, but she looks like she's good um, or back in mm-hmm. good form. Buenos Notches, Vienna Princess as well. They're all pass marks there, but I think the two we want to take out of it's Red Resistance and Zugotra. All right, then future markets. I reckon Henry's talked me into King's Gambit. Yes, Jamie Carroll also tried King's <laughs> Gambit and the Oakley played. As far as going to be hard to beat, and Henry Dwyer had a chat to him in New Zealand, he says that she's come back bigger and better. And she, and when we talked to Henry throughout the spring, there's like she's a dead set thousand eleven hundred meter Group One horse. Um, the spring doesn't really have too many options for her, but she's got far far more options, of course, in the autumn. And the Oakley Plate is her race, so they'll put everything into her to win that race. Um, but I'm looking forward to that Oakley Plate. What have you found for us, Dino? And unfortunately, as well, um, very hard to take. My heart is broken. Still, Manos is out of the autumn. So he's in the paddock, unfortunately. So there goes our oh. What are you oh, laughing like, at, Dino? Oh, it's just this game. It's it, There is no greater game in the world that levels you like racing, mm. is it? It's just you think you're killing it. You found this horse. You get up all about and next thing you know, it's out of the autumn. So hopefully he's all right. Hopefully he comes back as an nice three-year-old guy. Hopefully he cash in maybe in a, a golden rose or something like that. No, but I, two, think, I think it's a Brisbane horse, they tell me. Maybe okay, like, like yeah, maybe an Atkins horse, but it's, it's not going to it's not going to win the Golden Slip. And the other horse that they love is High Octane, and you're on at fifty to one. And um, Henry said that I've got to cash out our tickets because we're a jinx. Oh, <laughs> we probably are. Maybe actually you are. Maybe I don't know about myself and yeah, Lewis. Yeah, that's we'll a see. good point. Hopefully mate. we get there. All right then, mate. <laughs> um, so what's your future betting then? Yep, two future plays. A uh, little one this weekend, Alina. Goes around the Widdham Stakes, a three, uh, two-year-old fillies race this weekend. Obviously, you've got the Canterbury, which is, I think it's a, a wide-open race for the boys. But the girls' race, I think, is very skinny. And I'm more than happy to be with Alina. Um, two slick trials. I'm not sure what price she'll come up. Marcus will drop today. Um, but I think she's one we can back this weekend. And the other one, Gareth, I did suggest to back last week, to back learning to fly in the surround stakes. 
just going off Tiz Invincible's trials um, again there last week, I'm more than happy to have a two-bet play there. Okay. We can take the price, learning to fly around 850 and Tiz Invincible around 650. And I don't think we can miss in the surround stakes. I think they're two proper group one fillies for the autumn. Just from Geelong there, Wishaw Lass, it was interesting to see her back and Foxy Frieda along with the Group 1 Turak winner and Attrition. Um, do you want to follow any of those horses heading towards their their feature race campaigns this time in? Yeah, I think Attrition's one I really want to follow. He was nice, quiet in behind and found the line well. Wishaw Lass was pushed out and asked to find. Um, Foxy Frieda was good too, but I think Attrition's one that He's still got that sort of progression. He keeps coming back a length or two better each time in. Mm. So he's one I really want to follow. And obviously on the 24th at Mornington, we saw in Paratrees. And if you want something to perk you up in the mornings, just go and watch her trial there at Mornington. Gareth, she was exceptional down the outside. I think that the lightning stakes is um, at her mercy. And I can't wait to see her back down the straight. All right. Then what we're going to do is a future show next week as well. So we'll get all our future bets on ahead of the autumn slash summer carnival. You might even get the driver involved as well because he did tip a cylinder. But you might take over from the driver if you can land high octane there to win the Blue Diamond. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Thank you, Gary.